Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to Make This Happen, where we discuss an idea we've been dying to see come alive. Every week, my friend, Alexander Gonzalez, and myself, J.E., will bring you a product you never knew you needed. How are you doing today, Alex? I'm doing great, Jay. I'm doing especially good knowing that that's the first time during this intro that you went in clean and did not make any mistakes. That is true. Yeah, no, I appreciate uh, you noticing that because I felt it too. I felt good. Uh, I almost <laughs> messed up at a certain point, but I didn't. And uh, we you got slowed it. down, changed the rhythm, kept going. Exactly. Yeah. You noticed that too, I see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's start off at the top of this episode. Uh, last week, I teased this week's episode is going to be about The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, nothing about the story of The Last of Us Part 2. It is a specific collectible that you find. So if you are, uh, if you have a problem with knowing about one of the collectibles and what it is, then I guess this episode is not for you until you play The Last of Us Part 2. But otherwise, um, if that's it, as I far mean, as we go. If it has anything for me to do with it, if you guys care about my opinion at all, I have not played The Last of Us. I plan to. I do not want to get spoiled. And this did not spoil me. Um, I thought it was cool and expected. Like kind of like something where I still don't know enough, but I get it enough for this I idea. Yeah. Uh, and so that being said, let's just go talk right about it. So one of the collectibles okay. in The Last of Us Part 2 are these trading cards that Ellie likes to collect. And they are from a collection of cards. And I'm assuming in this universe, a it was a TV show or comic or something called The Society of Champions. What do you think about it? It's basically these? like X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. It pretty much is X-Men. And um I like it a lot. Um, you know that as well as I do and what people are about to find out is I love trading card games. I love yeah. rarity. I love that type of gambling. It's fun for me. Um, it's not gambling when you're collecting it. Um, I like the idea of multiple different personalities and having different power levels. I also love Pokemon for that reason. So I'm interested in this. Where yeah, are we no, going with this? Uh, say, real quick. I'll talk about my trading card stuff. I love trading cards. Uh, game specifically i was huge into pokemon i was even bigger into Yu-Gi-Oh. both of them i went to like uh not concerts um tournaments? tournaments i went to tournaments and then i even joined a league for pokemon at a certain point where i got badges and stuff for doing like certain levels of matchups and battles and stuff that's really cool um it was very very cool it was, it was toys r us at like saturday mornings or some shit like that uh but all that being said, did you also know that there was a Final Fantasy trading card game that's pretty recent and has beautiful art of like all the Final Fantasy characters? I um, did not know that. There like was a also game. a Dragon Ball Z trading card yeah. game, which I did collect and play. Oh, you played it? Like there, most a, of these card games, I just like to collect the cards. I'm not big on most of the games, you know, because I don't too. know anyone that Me plays too. them. Um, I didn't know how to play the Pokemon games until I was about 10 or 11. And I got the um, Pokemon trading card game for Game Boy, which taught you how to play the games. Mm, right, right. But the problem with Pokemon, I feel like a lot of it Energies. has to do more about kind of like luck with the whole prize system and everything like that, uh, rather than deck building and skill. Uh, of course, there is deck building and skill involved, but a lot of it also is 
a luck factor in that particular yeah. card and game. Yu-Gi-Oh was fun, but it was basically like the persona of video games where there was a whole entire paragraph that you had to then explain to your opponent. Yeah. What was yeah. happening? Uh, Cause like, it's not like your opponent knows every single card, especially when it got yeah. really deep in the weeds, but that's the coolest thing about Yu-Gi-Oh where it's like, it's about the effects, like the monster effects. Anyway, we're getting too far into the weeds about multiple card games and the rules and stuff. Let's talk about Society of Champions. Um, and we're probably not going the direction that you want this to go into, Alex, but this is where I'm taking it, where shortly after The Last of Us Part Two released, Neil Druckmann, the game director, came out and said, we don't know if Naughty Dog's next game is going to be Last of Us Part Three." or uh new ip and this is my pitch for their new ip because they already have the universe built essentially pretty much but the next game franchise that they go into i think should be superheroes with the society of champions and i think what it should be is it if you look into these cards and the universe that they're building with these cards that you find, there are three different factions. There are the Society of Champions, there's the New Dogs, and then Spark Industries uh, or Spark something. Um, but I guess the story of this game would take place like you are a new member being put into the Society of Champions to be trained and control your powers by that weird being or whatever that's in the society of champions that helps people learn how to use their powers. Um, and then maybe you get into a thing with the new dogs, maybe in the new dogs, you have a best buddy that actually joined the new dogs and they're kind of more like evil renegade type of dudes. And the whole story is you trying to go after spark and all the members of spark and bring them down for whatever reason. Right. And you fight mm -hmm. all these bad guys along the way. And there's a whole story building and like, Naughty Dog style, this definitely has to be like a narrative-driven game where they're trying to tell a story. And it's like the Uncharted and Last of Us uh, set pieces. Can you imagine that with them doing superhero stuff where people are just flying around uh, and you're doing all this crazy shit? Yeah, I'm thinking it would be great for Battlegrounds where there's multiple, like especially maybe a final battle where there's multiple villains from Spark battling multiple heroes from new dogs and you're kind of going through this huge battlefield witnessing multiple battles and having an effect as maybe you're chasing down the enemy you're supposed to be facing or the objective right like it's like kind of like in uh one of the uncharted games i don't remember but there's like a whole on almost like war happening while drake's just running through while all this shit's happening all around him and yeah and it, I, that could definitely be one of the big story set pieces in the game and then maybe the beginning of the story will be uh like spark industries doing something evil and then like you're you have powers but you barely know how to use them so maybe it's a tutorial level where you have to get to one of the new dog veterans to ask him to save you and help you yeah and i think you mean society of champions society uh, of champions there new we go. dogs is like i from what i gather they're like a group of characters and some of them lean kind of good some of them lean kind of evil but they're mostly like a group that's causing issues are they the mercenaries world. I don't think so. I, I I mean, I could barely get the story and not many people have written up much about these trading cards that you get in this game. Um, but from what I gather from the quick study, I didn't like 
pour over these trading cards and try to connect all the pieces of lore together. Like I can't think of most of these heroes' names. Um, but from what I could gather, the new dogs are kind of like just the group of characters that didn't want to save the world like the society champions, but hate spark for some reason, you know, like they're not good, but they're not because they're bad people inherently evil either. I see. Yeah. They're neutral. They're more leaning evil though. I think anyway, evil, but neutral, neutral evil. And there are a lot of neutral characters in this universe. A lot of them don't have any associations at all. Um, and then there's also aliens and stuff involved in space travel because I think they mentioned Titan, which is like a moon of Saturn or Jupiter or something. So there's like people that are from other areas of the space as well of in this course. universe. So you, there's going to be definitely space travel in whatever the story that Naughty Dog will create. Now, and of course, this is definitely going to be like more because Naughty Dog likes to say stuff in this game. So I feel like it's going to be very like equality he, is hero superpowers good or bad kind of like you know avengers or like uh, uh there's gonna Legend be you're yeah. if you're playing a superhero game by naughty dog you better be ready for that superhero to have life problems mm-hmm. he or she is going to have to deal with interpersonal relationships and also the right. impact their powers has on society as a larger effect. And because of that, the story is usually in depth. So we're going to, we're going to have to play as one hero and one hero only. Exactly. And there's going to be choices that they make that are good and bad because it's their story for that character. Not so much. You get to choose what happens. Right. Yeah. And I think I've been here listening to a lot of uh, director commentary of the last of us part two, since Neil Druckmann went around the, different outlets to do interviews and stuff with the cast and other people of the team. Did a press tour. Yeah, exactly. And it's easier now since he doesn't actually have to go anywhere. Um, and he mentioned The Last of Us Part Two. at first they envisioned as an open world game. And I think you, you could see that they kind of want to go in that direction with The Last of Us Part Two and also uh, Uncharted 4 where they had these big open hub areas. And I think that this game can be that for Naughty Dog, where they open the city for you and you go around doing superhero-y things. Like, you know how in Spider-Man where you go around and you can just beat up villains and get the police to arrest them? Maybe in this one you kind of can do that and then you just go to story point to story point. It's just the Naughty Dog style of open world where the open world is open just to be open for you. But you have to go from story point to story point, kind of like how Red Dead does it, where there is a huge open world, but there's nothing really that you're doing in between except for hunting and stuff like that. But in this game, it's beating up bad guys to help cleanse the world and maybe collect collectibles. And maybe and, and maybe side missions where you meet certain key figures in each of the organizations or heroes to right. do a nod back, you know? Something like that, because um, I think Naughty now Dog does I want... want this, so would we make like... Imagine My Hero Academia, but much more serious and centrally focused. And basically, like, you drain the shonen out to, like, about, what, 5% shonen and then 95% Naughty Dog? Yeah, and, like, a huge inspiration, Just, I feel like, from both Marvel and DC, of course. Yeah, you have to. And I feel like 
there could be a part of this game where because Uncharted and The Last of Us, I feel like they aren't really in the same universe, but they could be. And I don't think they ever said if they are not, but it could be that they're all in the same universe. And since Society of Champions is a card game in The Last of Us Part Two, maybe uh, how it works in the game of it is we make it seem real and this is like a real life universe, but maybe some of the cutscenes and maybe some of the storytelling elements are in like a comic book form, just as like a aesthetic to it. Um, but otherwise we don't really say that it's, this is all like a comic book story that you're just a kid's just reading. Like there's no good, there's not going to be like the Lego movie end like that, where this is all just, the imagination of a kid type of thing. It's, and his dad, yeah. Yeah, it's just a aesthetic comic book look to it, you know? Okay. Yeah, I like that. And this is, of course, going to be on the PS4 because... PS5 that's at this point, I feel like. Oh, PS5. Because Naughty Dog, if they were to get started at the, on their new IP, if we take it, like... I'm I'm trying to pitch this as Naughty Dog's next idea, you know? And if yeah, they pick so this up now, PS5. it would yeah, be PS5 for sure. For sure. Even PS6, maybe, you know? <laughs> Who knows how long the next Naughty Dog game will take. I don't think it's going to take that long. I was thinking about it. I was like, it'll be PS5, but well into its cycle. Okay. So we got the Heroes Down are... What kind of fighting is it going to be? What kind of... is it? I, I picture it third-person action because that's when... That's yeah, but what it, it maybe has to be. since it's since Naughty Dog does have a huge uh, like their mechanics are focused around guns. You know that's how their engine probably works. It's definitely your hero. The character that you play is definitely going to be like a projectile based hero, probably. You know, like maybe he could shoot lightning through his with his hands or something like that. Um, and speaking of combat, I think. In a lot of Naughty Dog games, there are really cool moments where like like in Uncharted where you're doing a fight with one of your buddies there and they do cool like combo moves and stuff, you know, where it's like you're in the middle of a yeah. fight and then a cutscene happens for like two seconds where it shows like a cool thing. Or they even put it, it, I don't know how they do it, but they program it in the game where at a certain point in the story, the enemy is here and you're here and it just happens where it just magically has a cinematic moment, you know. And reading a lot of the cards, there are really cool things where they match up some of the powers to, like, work in those heroes' benefits. So I think some of the combat, like, especially, like, the boss combat in this, is you're doing your superpower, and then uh, another Society of Champions hero does their superpower, and then it collides with yours to, like, do a super cool, like, set-piece thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so maybe you'll be able to take out different Society of Champions heroes out with you i don't think it's going to be like an rpg thing where it's like oh they'll just be there as part of the story yeah it'll be written in it's a story written in thing where this hero is here and he's gonna be there all the time and there's gonna be like dialogue and they're gonna they have a fight together and they shoot so it'll be scripted um action scenes where there'll be awesome things happening where you guys will be able to play off each other but it'll feel very natural in the way it's uh performed and Right. Like it's going to feel like 
the level's going to guide you there. The villain with subtle cues is going to guide you into doing these things. Yeah, to program certain things. And maybe there could even be combo moves mid-fight where if you press triangle when you're close to this thing, there could be an extra cutscene that you see that is a combo move and that deals extra damage. But those are all missable and you don't really have to see them. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like how they do it in... I think Batman, they do it where if you're close to like Robin, you guys could do like a cool combo move together, but it's not necessarily like scripted. It's just something that happens when you're nearby someone, you know, and you just press a special button. Um, Yeah. That being said, what else is there? I I feel like, I mean, I, I like where it's going. Um, I like the combat. I can't help but think Kingdom Hearts 3 combat would be really, like, lent really well to a superhero game yeah. to make it flashier. But otherwise, yeah, it sounds great. Um, like, I think in terms of how... There'd have to be some big gimmick in terms of its powers. I was thinking maybe, but I don't want to make up a hero since they yeah. have so many. Like, And also, I don't know what power would lend best to whatever Naughty Dog would want to say, you know? But obviously, yeah. there's going to be travel exploration mechanics that use your hero's ability to explore the world and solve puzzles environmental puzzles and stuff like that to get to the next part of the level or find a special collectible and with the last of us part two the upgrade tree gets so um elaborate that's probably something you could start doing in this game where you could start choosing different hero skills to uh evolve and make better you know and that'll be like the progress your hero is making as they're going through the story. You could unlock new abilities that make it easier to fight and stuff like that, you know, and maybe even unlock new ways to fight and new yeah, things to easier to fight, new ways traversal. to use your power. Yeah. Um, and maybe like something kind of like a spider sense. Like if your character was a lightning person, he could feel the supercharge-ness in the air or something to feel. So it can predict an attack yeah, or can predict like uh, danger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I got the gist of it. I did want to mention one of the powers I remember was really cool, uh, is there's two characters. One was called Bizarre Hera or something where she, all her muscles got super big. So she's just pretty much juggernaut from X-Men. And there was another character who was super frail and she like, if you like even like touch her, she could just break every bone in her body. Right. But if she touches someone her and that person becomes invincible. So there was like a arc, I guess in the comic or TV show or whatever society champions in the last of us was where those two team up because she just hangs around her neck and then they're both just invincible. You know what I mean? And I just think there, there would be cool mashups like that for our hero and our enemies in this game. Uh, that'd just be cool to see. Yeah, definitely. Where where you get to see the combos work together that way. Yeah. All right. Well, Naughty Dog, make this happen. Thanks for listening. If you have any suggestions or products you'd like to see, you'd like to see talked about, feel free to write in at atpoundgames at gmail.com. We have a Patreon. If you'd like to join the AtPound family, please find us at uh, patreon.com slash wearenotgamedevs. Patrons receive episodes two days early, meaning make this happen. Gets to your ears that much sooner. If you enjoyed our show, why not take a second and give us 
a review. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Store, and more. Catch you guys next Sunday with special guest Dusty Hill from Shouting in Place. Uh, he'll be here with, of course, knowing Dusty Hill, a Pokemon franchise. So stay I tuned. I didn't put for him that. up to this. <laughs> he did it on his own. 